We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. Chairman this week, Humphrey Littleton. Hello again. Well, this, for want of any mentionable description, is a panel game involving on one side John Cleese and Graham Garden. <laughs> on the other side, Bill Oddie and Tim Brooke Taylor. I have in one hand a sheaf of intellectual problems and a score sheet, and in the other a buzzer with which I shall vainly hope to control the proceedings. And here we have the first round in which the teams blend or insult, whichever way you look at it, the talents of Matt Munro and Percy Edwards, singing a duet as animals, which I shall specify. I shall judge this round on intonation, expression, and diction. John Cleese and Graham Garden, you will please sing Whispering, that old uh, signature tune of Roy Fox, which you no doubt recall, as a dog and a chicken. Stop that one before John Cleese bit a piece out of the microphone. <laughs> Bill and Tim, your tune is Tiger Rag, to be sung, please, as Tiger? a duck and a sheep. To your consideration, I've awarded two marks to each team and ten to Dave Lee. Here's what I tell you, that at the very end of the programme, the uh, teams are going to be asked to announce people with silly names. And to give the players time to think them up now, I shall be uh, announcing uh, right now that the silly names have to be appropriate to late arrivals at the doctor's ball. So they can ponder on that if they have a moment's time. And we go on now to a variation on uh, one of the uh, problems which we've had in this program before now. And in this uh, round, each team will be asked, instead of reading an excerpt from the classics, they'll be asked to sing one in operatic style. <laughs> and for one point, the other team has to try to identify the major work from which this piece comes. And we're going to start uh, once again with uh, John and Graham. If you will uh, launch yourselves now into an operatic version mm -hmm. of your piece. And John and Graham's piece is She Stoops to Conquer by Oliver Goldsmith. <laughs> I have sent it to the landlady to keep it for you. <laughs> to the landlady. The landlady. Lady. Mew, dear. 
<laughs> I did. She's to be answerable for its forthcoming, you know. Yes, well, she'll bring it forth with a witness. Wasn't I right? I believe you'll allow that I acted prudently upon this occasion. You must not see my uneasiness. <laughs> you seem a little disconcerted, though. Methinks, sure, nothing has happened. No, nothing. Nothing was in better spirits in all my life. And so you left it with the landlady. Yes. The landlady. Who yes. oh, no, no, very readily undertook the She not only kept the casket, but through her great precaution, was going to keep the messenger too. Ha 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 ha! Ha 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 Well, I was expecting a duet. There turned out to be a, a trio there between John Cleese, Graham Garden, and Brenda Guthridge. Uh, <laughs> and for one mark now, we asked the opposite team, Bill Oddie and Tim Brooke Taylor, to identify the work from which that came. Oh. Um, ah, hair? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I recognised the opera, The Landlady, but I didn't get... Yeah, right. uh, who wrote that? Puccini's Landlady. There was a rather... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I think he was the lady's mother-in-law. I would say it was Restoration. Yes. Aside from that, which was the clue, uh, there was an aside. Aside, oh, you don't know that, yeah. Um, now, it's up to Bill, who's got an English degree, to tell me one restoration dramatist. Uh, the Landlady. By Sheridan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not Sheridan. Not the Sheridan. Um, not that Sheridan. Not that one. No. It's not another Sheridan, is it? <laughs> five it's a bit of an old chestnut. Can you come up with it in five seconds? It's a bit of an old chestnut. Old chestnut. Jack Conker! <laughs> uh, she stoops to, to chestnut. Yes. <laughs> so we got your one mark there with help, and now it's your turn, Tim and Bill, to come up with your uh, operatic excerpt. Tim and Bill's work is The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde. been since last Thursday in the country. What on earth do you do there? When one is in town, one amuses oneself. When one is in the country, one amuses other people. It's excessively boring. And oh, the people you abuse, abuse, abuse. The people fight, abuse, 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 abuse. Oh, neighbours, 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 neighbours.
Thank you, John and Graham. How about that? The importance of being earnest. (laughs) Can you tell me which act? (laughs) Act one, One. scene one. Is it? Act one. Yeah, Act yeah. One. Uh, you've heard that opera before. Yeah. <laughs> you get your one mark for that, level pegging at the moment, three marks each for each of the teams, and this is where we have the game Word for Word, in which I launch the teams on a succession of words, and they have to come up with words which have absolutely no connection. The other team can press their buzzers and challenge if they can prove to me a satisfactory connection between the words. I'm going to start now with Bill Oddie, and Bill, will you start with the word rocket? Pimple. Yes. Judo instructor. <laughs> John Cleese has a challenge. Some judo instructors obviously will have pimples. <laughs> I, don't I would think have said most, yes. One, yes. one mark uh, is, for that. I uphold that challenge. Well, now, I will you say start... that about judo instructors. I'd mm. say it about rather pathetic people, but... <laughs> Let's not go into a discussion, lengthy discussion on pimples. They're tough and strong, John. <laughs> <laughs> to John, their phobias about pimples. John and Graham, <laughs> starting off with John, I want you to start with the word sturgeon. Elm tree. Uh, lobotomy. As a we've challenge. All t- we've all heard of a tree sturgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Never an elm tree, sir. We most <laughs> certainly have. Elm tree. We certainly have heard of a tree. Yeah, Bill, I'll give you one for uh, ingenuity oh. there, if not for spelling. Uh, um, Tim Brooke Taylor, will you start with the word badger? Ice cream. Pickle. Bucket. Oh. Elephant. Ah. Tim used to badger his mother for ice cream. <laughs> yes. I think I'll allow that one too, John. It's obviously true. And uh, uh, Graham Garden, will you start with the word chair? Clock. Elf. Backsliding. Spoon. Bucket. Belfast. Curtain. String. Wallaby. Greatness. Terpsichore. Oil. Randy. Uh, <laughs> challenge there from Tim Brooke I'm Taylor. sorry, it was getting interesting. <laughs> Please let him carry on. Could, could he go on? It was happened time. No, I was a very boring right. interruption about Terps and oil, so I'd rather they went on about Randy, please. Yes. <laughs> Randy. Let me have the rest of that. Randy. Carry on with you uh, Randy. Uh, John Snag. <laughs> Randiest man I've ever met. <laughs> Objection there from Tim Brooke Taylor, which is disallowed. On legal grounds. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, John, I said that. Bill Oddie, will you start with the word idiot? Oh, Connection sorry, sorry. Already, sorry. Right? <laughs> Objection upheld. <laughs> Objection upheld, and that uh, scintillating round. No! Brings oh, the score to geez. Graham and John, uh, six. And Bill and Tim, five. Mm. How exciting. Now we have... (laughs) (laughs) Now we have uh, a a musical round, uh, which is the one in which I give uh, each of the teams a subject on which, on this occasion, they have to improvise a three-line blues, singing alternate lines, and uh, uh, this uh, will be judged for... Uh, appositeness and ethnic feel. (laughs) 
And we're going to start, I think, on this occasion with uh, John and Graham. And you're asked to sing a blues on the subject of Basin Street. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right there in my feet. Yes, sir. So I wrote in some implication to stop my feet from hurting. <laughs> That's sweet. David I'll reserve my decision on that until I've heard uh, Bill and Tim uh, singing their blues on the subject of mothers-in-law. coming up, but we'd like one from you, uh, John and Graham, on the subject of brain surgery. Puts my head in the electroencephalograph. <laughs> and one from uh, Bill and Tim, please, on the boat race.
These are fictional stories. A round which puts uh, Tim and Bill in the lead with 12 against uh, John and Graham's 11. <laughs> now there's a, a round coming up now, which I call, for want of a better name, Come Back, Mantovani, All is Forgiven. <laughs> this is where I'm going to ask each team to come in turn to the centre of the stage and to play a duet on the violin and the swanee whistle. And we have uh, <laughs> the loan of a Stradivarius from the BBC for this purpose. And the object of this game is that I have to guess or otherwise uh, find out what particular tune they're playing. <laughs> First up, I think we'll have uh, John and Graham. Have you started yet? <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> That was the second movement <laughs> of a piece called Silent Night, and I wish it was, right? Oh, yeah. Very good. I'm going to give them, uh, I'm going to give them two marks for making that recognisable. strings on <laughs> Good God. Well, he's bust one. There were three when we started. You can't make strings play with two strings, no. Bill Oddie and Timbrook Taylor. One, two, one, two, three, four. Thank you, Stefan Grappelli. Uh, I'm a bit dubious about this one. I've got to put down one or two selections. No, don't do it again, please. Nola? No. No mark. Beethoven's Pastoral. <laughs> Mersey Dotes. Closer. I still can't get it. It was actually um, the Beatles. The Beatles from me to you. <laughs> and you can keep it. Right. Well, uh, that uh, that puts John and Graham now in the lead, thirteen to Tim and uh, Bill's twelve. Mm. And we hurry on to the round of impersonations, in which oh. one member from each team is asked to impersonate a well-known person, impersonating another well-known person, reciting a nursery rhyme. We're going to start this occasion with uh, John Cleese, who's going to be asked to impersonate Jimmy Clitheroe, <laughs> impersonating Alan Wicker, 
reciting four and twenty blackbirds. <coughs> Hello, fish feet. <laughs> Just tuning up. <laughs> Sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of what? Rye, bourbon, champagne. <laughs> Expected to find here in this Caribbean island four, not four, but four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. Hello, fish face! Go away. And when the pie was opened, the local parliament was quite surprised to discover that the birds began to sing. Thank you, and good night. Well, on audience reaction, I think you get a couple of marks for that one. Uh, this is where we ask Tim Brooke Taylor now to do his impersonation of Lady Bracknell. <laughs> impersonating Long John Silver. <laughs> Reciting Ride a Cock Horse. Oh, dear. Easy. Oh, dear. Easy. After you, John. Ah, thank you, ma'am. Ride a car horse. To Bambury Cross, and I'm very cross in a moment. To see a fine lady upon a white horse. She'll have um, something on her fingers and something on her toes. And she shall have music wherever she goes. And I go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Still gives me pleasure. Well, I can hardly bring myself to say it, so great is the excitement, but that round puts John and Graham in the lead with 15 against 14 from Tim and Bill. And we come to a round which is called a singing relay. One player of each team starts off a song and he and his partner must sing a duet, but each one singing alternate words. Any player who falters or messes up the game is banished from the BBC for life. And not only that, but 108 points go to the other side. <laughs> or two, whichever is the greater. <laughs> Uh, we're going to start now, if we may, with John and Graham singing your alter alternating version of Show Me the Way to Go Home. How apt. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago And it's gone right to my head Wherever I may You give you six out of 108 for that. Bill and Tim, you're going to be asked to sing uh, your alternating version of the Woodpecker song. Ha, 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 
You didn't get as far as the others. You can, you can uh, regain. You can, you can regain some marks if you can uh, manage to sing that one at twice the tempo. <laughs> and the late uh, Tim Brooke Taylor. Uh, surprisingly enough, putting themselves in the lead there with a score of 22, <laughs> over John and Graham's 21. You have a chance now to make up a score, because this is where hope. we come to the time when I ask the teams in turn to announce the late arrivals at the doctor's ball. We'll start on this occasion with uh, your team, Tim Brooke Taylor and Bill Oddie. Away you go. Introducing the first visitor to the medical ball... I wish I were dead already. Mr. and Mrs. Static <laughs> and their daughter, Annie Static. How about pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic. Mr. and Mrs. Dinderhead and their son, Carl Dinderhead. <laughs> the next arrival at the doctor's ball from the north of England with a northern accent, Uncle Biotic and Antibiotic. <laughs> Graham? Mr. And Mrs. Ake and their son Tommy Ake. <laughs> and a late arrival, Mr. and Mrs. Sillin and their daughter Penelope. Penelope. That's familiar. Penny. Any advance on Penelope? Mr. and Mrs. Owen Agnosis. <laughs> and their son, Emrys Agnosis. <laughs> Closely followed by a couple from Africa. <laughs> Except that their son's been anglicised a bit, educated in Oxford. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Nicological Ward and their son, Guy Nicological Ward. Is and I also, to... from last week, Farmer Giles <laughs> and his chicken pox. <laughs> At the Mr. Moment. and Mrs. Aritas and their son. <laughs> a very popular lad. <laughs> Everyone knows him. <laughs> Don't stop, we've got plenty of time. This is where the score is. And finally, Mr. and Mrs. Fisher Lim and their son, Artie Fisher Leg. <laughs> Which brings the score... Mr. Ah! 
Mrs. Kytus and their son, Brian Kytus. <laughs> to a win for John Cleese and Graham Garden. For 32 and 1 <laughs> over Tim and Bill with a score of 33. And now, uh, <laughs> and you can work that one out. It's time for me to say that it's the end of our uh, session for tonight. And uh, on behalf of our musical accompanist, David Lee. <laughs> John Cleese from Graham Garden. Timbrook Taylor and Bill Oddie. And me. Theographer and their son Raymond. I like that. And me, Humphrey, I'm now going on a six month holiday, Littleton. Goodbye now. Once more, Humphrey Littleton says goodbye on behalf of Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, and Bill Oddy. Dave Lee was at the piano, and the producer was John Castles. <laughs>